Hello everyone and welcome to An Hour of Chaos where we will be talking about true crime and the paranormal. There will be some disturbing topics which may not be suitable for some listeners. So listener discretion is advised. National Reads Across America Day is Saturday, December 18th. You can join in the mission to remember our fallen heroes, honor those who currently serve and their families, and even teach younger generations about the values of freedom. A $15 donation to Reads Across America sponsors a fresh ballism resemblance brief. These wreaths have become a symbol of America's respect for those who have served and no longer walk with us. Sponsor a wreath today. Visit www.readsacrossamerica.org. And thank you for listening. You just say what's on your mind. I have no, yeah, I have no filter and that no remembrance. No remembrance of what's going on at all. No, never. Wild times. How is everyone doing? Uh, Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my defense, That's I worked fair. today. Yeah. Um, I had make that make that bank like that cookie dough. Make that bacon. Bring I, home the. Oh wait, it's bring home the bacon. Not make that bacon. Maple bacon. <laughs> hey guys. So um, I've been um. So there's been, like you know do you guys know the Google Pixel ad that's been playing? Yeah. Yeah. So the BTS song Butter. <laughs> I saw them dancing in it. I was like, oh, that's a really good dance. I want to watch the video. And then I became obsessed with the video just because of like. They're all really pretty, by the way. That's one. Yeah. And then two, like, the dancing, they're singing and stuff. So now I'm, like, a little obsessed with BTS, right? Oh, because no. I know I never wanted to be here. It was an accident. But, like, I'm actually not ashamed because, like, I've watched a bunch of inter- interviews and they're just really sweet. Like, yeah. they're really sweet. Anyway, so I found out there's a thing called a Korean age and it's different than, a war- like, a global age. And so I found out my Korean age is 20. What? Yeah, and my Korean age is 20. How the fuck do you figure that out? into this Korean cal- Korean age calculator. It says, okay, so the way that Korean age works is that it's always one or two years more than your international age. So Koreans consider a year in the womb as counting towards their age. So everyone is at least a year old at birth and everyone gets one year added to their Korean age on New Year's Day. So uh, what year were you born again, Fagan? 2004? 2005. So you're 17, right? You're 2004, or are you 2003? I think you're 2004, so you're technically 18. Oh, yeah, right. So yeah, so Fagan's technically 17, you're technically 18, and I'm technically 20. It was wild. Yeah, my body thinks I'm 19, I like I though. Should... <laughs> uh, I need to catch up on brim- Brimstone and Roses. I fell behind. Um, I think Ray actually introduced me to that one. Speaking of introductions, though. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of An Hour of Chaos. Oh, no, Fagan left. <laughs> there we go. I <laughs> died. I was like, I did this really smooth introduction being like, I think Ray introduced me to this webtoon. Speaking of introductions, I was so proud of myself. And then your Discord said, nope. Anyway, hello and welcome to this week's episode of An Hour of Chaos. We're in episode 8. We're doing Paranormal Delaware. Ooh. Um, I got some interesting stories. I was gonna say cases, but like that's wrong. Um, so yeah, I'm Lola. I'm Ray. I'm Fagan. Or Ozzy, either one. And we're just three chaotic children with no supervision. Okay. That's a lie. We're not children. We just don't have any supervision, and that, hence the name, an hour of chaos. The adult here. I am. No. 19. 
Who's the adult? Yeah. You, Lola. Yeah. You're legally an adult. Um, yeah, I'm 19. My birthday was last week, so I'm officially 19. Um, Old now. Uh, someone called me a boomer. <laughs> and, like, I was called oh. a boomer last year. You can't call me a boomer this year. They're like, I didn't call you a boomer last year. Boomer officially count starts at 19. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. No, it really doesn't, but okay. I was like, whatever. I guess, like, I escaped it. Buff sis, I guess. So... That was fun. Oh my god, I got this tape. Oh. I, got I just realized that all of the Powerpuff Girls had names that start with E's, but it's interesting. Just noticed that. Why did it take me this long to notice that they all start with a B? I'll start with B's. Yeah, oh, Blossom, they do. Buttercup, Bubbles, and then the boys, it's, um... Oh god, hold on, I have it, I have it, I have it. It's Brick, Brick, Butch, and Boomer. I, did I didn't even know they were real. I just thought they were, like, a gender bent. But there's an a they're actually in a show. I knew that, but at the same time, I didn't know that. So yeah, Brick, Boomer, It's a fever dream. Butch. Honestly, I feel like half of the shows I watched as a child, um, like Wow Wow Woobsy, that's oh a fever dream. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one that knows that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the other one? Uh, the movie Epic was a fever dream. But that was such yes. a good. F I was actually, I think I was actually sick with a fever when I saw that, so it honestly could have been. <laughs> Maybe we just all had the same fever. Yeah. Well, my mom Yo. and brother must have had Wild it too. Wild times, dude. When you all share a fever dream. Only the real homies know. Um, uh, except for I'm gay. That's not an update. You know that. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's the same way where every now and then when I get bored, I'm like, I'm gay. And it's like, Lola, you've been out since you were like 11. And I'm like, mm. I'm yeah, gay. that's true. I like we have any weekly updates. Sorry, we don't. I'm putting no I'm putting mascara on because I forgot to. Even though like no one can see me, um, I'm gonna fix my headphones, and I might even fix your headphones. Yeah. This my hair's been super curly today. I have like these weird Clark Kent curls. Like I need to carve this candle out so I can actually burn it. Anyways. You, no, the viewers can't see. We're working on that. We are working on a Patreon still. I'll let everyone know when that is up and going. But you see my little Clark Kent. You're so pretty. I love Thank it. You. you guys are pretty too. Um. So, yeah, there's a ghost. Actually, I think you just said smoke across your camera. If not, if it wasn't smoke, then it was in fact a spiritual orb and your house is now haunted. My house has been haunted. Where the hell have you been? And it uh, is... I'm burning rock. Oh, you've been under a house. Anyway, let's jump right in. I'm just gonna jump right into my case. I'm gonna turn off my camera, though, so my computer doesn't spaz out. That's a good idea. And open up my document, and we're gonna- Oh my god, my computer's been doing this weird thing where if I leave a tab just for one second, I, it, like, goes blank and I have to reload it. Ew. Um, I do have two things, like, two different. I have, like, um, uh, like, Haunted Place in Delaware, and then I have, like, a spiritual, uh, not spiritual, I have a supernatural, like, entity to, like, discuss, too. So, we'll start with our place in Delaware called Fort Delaware. An original name, of course. Drinking some water. I did or not Hydrate before you yeah, die straight. Thing thing. A bad as I say, as I grab a cake. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, God, I zoned out. You know, we're just talking and your eyes go cross-eyed. That's what happens. Oh, that Pretty happens epic. all the time for me. Wild. Yeah. Anyway, so Fort Delaware is a former harbor defense facility designed by the, sh the chief engineer, Joseph Gilbert Totten, and located on Pea Patch Island in the Delaware River. During the American Pea Civil Patch. War. Pea Patch. But it's spelled, it's, it's spelled like the actual vegetable. Oh, nice. I don't know why it's named Pea Patch, but, you know. It used to have patches of peas. I guess so. 
During the American Civil War, the Union used the fort as a prison for Confederate soldiers of war, political prisoners, federal convicts, and privateer officers, which, of course, is a trauma in itself for a place like that. Yeah. A three-gun concrete battery of 12-inch guns, later named Battery Tobert. <laughs> Someone liked toes. Mm, toes. Oh, it's Torbert. I actually said Tobert. It's Torbert. Like T-O-R-B-E-R-T. Torbert. Was designed by Maj. Um, Charles W. Raymond was built inside the fort. Uh, I literally took this part from Wikipedia, so this wasn't my own notes. Wikipedia is our bestie. Yeah, Yeah. we thank Wikipedia. Um, It was built inside the fort in the late 1890s. By 1900s, the fort was part part of a three-fort concept. The first forts of the coast defense of Delaware were closely with Fort Mott in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Fort DuPont in Delaware City, Delaware. Um, the fort and its island currently belongs to Delaware Department of Natural Resources and Environmental Control, also known as DNREC. It encompasses a live history museum located in Fort Delaware State Park. So, for some light background, you know, um, in 1794, the French military engineer Pierre-Charles Lefant was sir, I my, my French right there was, like, spot on, I'd like to say. Uh, I never took French. I actually took Spanish, and I almost failed, and then I took Latin. Um, so they were surveying um, for defense sites. They identified an island that was called Pipash. Pipash, my bad. <laughs> Pipash. Nice. <laughs> Pipash. Um, as an ideal site for the defense of the prize of Amer- the prize of American commerce and culture. Uh. I know. So the island was mostly unaffected by humanity, except for like one exception, who was Dr. Henry Gale, who um, is a New Jersey resident who used Pipash as a uh, as a private hunting ground. Gale was then offered th- thirty thousand dollars in seventeen ninety four. Actually, I don't know what I don't know if this was converted or not. Damn, bestie has that cash. Get that bread, then leave. Did I say 1730? 1790. Wow, okay, so, and I don't know if it was converted from, like, what the previous price of it was before, but if it wasn't, then the conversion of (laughs) $30,000 into modern-day money is $901 million or a thousand. Holy shit! Ray. He be my sugar daddy. Ray, I'm gonna actually send this in the chat because you're better at math than I am. And is this million or no, is this I'm thousand? No, I'm not. Is oh that million God. or is that thousand? <laughs> okay, so it's $901,920, which is still a lot. Almost a million. You can round up with that. Yeah, that's yeah. my opinion. That's actually literally like. It's literally about to be a million. In my brain, it's close enough. So almost dollars today. Um, for the island, um, he was offered thirty thousand dollars for the island by the U.S. Army, but he refused. This man loved hunting so much, he refused thirty thousand dollars. Oh damn! Come, dude, come on! You could have been easy, sugar daddy. I don't know I- if they like. Oh, wait. No, I'm wrong. They had sugar daddies back when, like, Hamilton was a thing. No, because yeah. you're right. He was a sugar daddy. <laughs> um, he refused. Um, the military was determined to get the island, though. So they appealed to the state of Delaware. They cried to their mom, you know. <laughs> They're like, Mommy, Ice. Mommy, this guy won't give me this patch of island. Mommy, so then they're... So then, 
so then Delaware was like, okay, we're going to claim ownership of the entire Delaware River where the Mom, island is. And then a Xbox. <laughs> yeah. So literally Delaware then claimed the ownership of the entire Delaware River and all of the islands um, within a 12-mile tw- radius, 12-mile circle around the Newcastle Courthouse. Um, and then the state legislator passed an act on May 1813 ceding to the island. of to, uh, So basically they made the island the U.S. government and it was seized from Gail. Wait, is Gail um, a guy or a girl? Gail's a guy. Yes. No, they just use oh. last names. His name's Henry, oh. Dr. Henry. Okay. They were just referring to him as his last name. Oh, okay. Um, so, Dr. Henry Gale. Dr. Uh, Henry Delaware Gale. representation of the first white settlement. Congratulations, Delaware. Um, on the upper Delaware River called Kushtunk. That's wrong. I keep doing this again. <laughs> I actually have I have all my Google tabs open so it can tell me um, how to pronounce everything again because I listened I literally I, I listened this time Kushering it's pronounced Kushering Kushering oh um, I did not hear that I thought you asked who said ink and I was like none no, of us said ink. ink what are you talking about no it's pronounced Kushering uh, today's fort represents the development of the settlement over a 30-year period. The original settlers were farmers who came primarily from central Connecticut and were of English descent. Like everyone else nice. was. No one ever has an original thought. <laughs> That's not true. Not everyone descends from an original from thought. Cross, I don't dude. descend from Indian. I mean, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Got the right idea. Wrong race. Not wrong race. Um, wrong um, I'm sorry, um, my aunt great aunt is from uh, i'm native okay, american but i'm also french canadian on my dad's well, side so i'm i'm also irish i'm scottish sicilian irish french Fake canadian I i'm a mutt like we're from massachusetts no everyone this is yeah you can actually find out we are related I think, from massachusetts <laughs> no it was two years ago. was it two years no i thought it was this year my mom was doing her research this year i thought oh it was either last year or two years ago i can't do time then my bad. Me neither. <laughs> Dude, was it really too- Oh my god, we're, I'm, we're talking about that after, because it really feels like it was like- Is it pre-pandemic year. or post-pandemic? I thought it was during the pandemic. It was pre-pandemic. Huh, so before our, my birthday. Um, I'm gonna look, because I texted you on Instagram asking, so I'll look after. Um, right. They were searching for more land, but it became too crowded in Connecticut to suit colonial farming techniques. A group of Connecticut men then formed the Delaware Company and became... Who actually lives in Connecticut. Who actually lives in Connecticut. Sorry, I'm like halfway convinced that I Connecticut like is Island not actually like real. Everyone says they forget about Rhode Island, but 100% I feel like Connecticut's Connecticut. forgotten too. Everyone thinks Maine's Canada, though, so like, what can we say? Um, so eventually the Delaware Company purchased land from the... Canada, though. Facts. I'm really not good at pronouncing For anyone who doesn't know, I have autism, so Lenape um, Indian, so real quick to finish that thought. I have autism, so reading words and then saying them just aren't good with me, just like they aren't with anyone. I just struggle with it, so it's Lenape Indians. Um, with the first... How dare you not be able to speak? I know, right? How dare I be human? With the first deed signed in 1754, the land purchased was a 10-mile-long strip along both sides of the Delaware River. Um, at the time, the states of Pennsylvania and New York were engaged in a boundary dispute. Um, disputes of other colonies really didn't matter much, though, to the early Connecticut farmers. So they then claimed, claimed the land for Connecticut, called their community the Sheshnunk. Those white settlers, um, it sounded what the um, Lapis were calling the You know, the those one white settlers? 
Nasty. Yeah, so they read the so the um Native Americans called it Cacheonk, which means place of redstone hills. Ooh. Um so Nasty. Yeah. So people began building what they called fair houses. Um the period of the American Revolutionary was turbulent during this time. Um genuinely the inhabitants uh my bad. I just I accidentally read ahead. No when you're like you're reading a line and then your eyes jump like five lines. That's what happened. Oh. So um however, there were also like a handful of patriots and wigs as well. Um so as time wigs? went on, wigs, like the wigs party. Like Patriots versus Wigs, I think. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention much in American history. <laughs> Apparently I'm not paying attention at all because I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know. If I, it, so you're also like so early into the semester though at the same time. We're already past like slavery and several other things. Yeah, this was 1783. So, yeah. Definitely. No idea where nice we are. Going, I fell asleep the last class. So, yeah, so the Patriots and the Whigs were all fighting. That. They all became enemies. Many residents of Sheshtonk took up arms with the British and co- Constant. <sighs> I know this word. I really do. Constitution? I know. Constitutional? Continental! That's what I wanted to say, but I kept adding an S in my head. In the Continental Armies, some fought with local Malentias. Um, in, some instance, in some instances, family Lentias? You mean yeah. malicious? Malicious! Thank you. Malicious! <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, in some instances, families were torn, brothers fighting opposing armies, any occurrences of, of neighbors who were once, like, relying on each other for survival, um, were fighting, looting, and even murdering one another. Oh, oh nice. Uh, Just casual so, bro things. Yeah, you know, casual. <laughs> so today, the descendants of these early settlers can still be found in that area. Like, there wasn't really much. Like, when I was looking up, I was like, this place is really haunted. But, like, reading it, it was mostly just, like, murder and more. Murder, murder, and more murder. Yeah, so, because I couldn't really find much, um, I then decided, you know, to look up spiritual, like, not spiritual. I keep saying spiritual because I'm spiritual. Supernatural entities and stuff like that. So, I found Pukwudgie. Also, according to Wikipedia, November is is Wikipedia Asian Month. So... It's national. I don't know. Anyway, let me drink more water. Oh. Okay. Once again, the next, what I'm going to be reading um, is also Native American. So I do apologize in advance for whatever I spell. I mean, say wrong. I will be using Google Translate. Please don't send us any hate comments. I'm trying. Or do you know what? Or do at least we're getting. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> anyway. A Pukwudgie, also known as a Pukwudgie, that's how the other spelling is. Uh, <coughs> oh my god, I choked. Ooh. Um, is translated by Henry Schoolcraft as a little man of the wood that vanishes. It's a long translation. Me at night. Oh my god. So, a Pukwudgie is a human-like creature found in Delaware and Wabanak and folklore. Hey, I actually pronounced that way, right? Um, it's sometimes said to, they are said to be two to three feet tall. So, according to the oh, legend... It really is me. You're, like, five feet. Calm down. Not far off. No need to get excited. Wow. Um, 
Uh, so yeah, Puckwidge. So according to a legend, Puckwidges can appear and disappear at, um, at will. They can learn people to adapt, use magic, and launch poison arrows and create fire. Native Americans believe that Puckwidges were once friendly to humans, but then turned against them and are best left alone. Sounds about right. This is right. <laughs> according to lore, a person who annoys who annoyed a Puckwidgie would become subject to nasty tricks by it, or subject to be followed by a Pukwudgie, who would cause trouble for them. It is me. Train them to kidnap people, push them off cliffs, attack their victim with short knives and spears, and then use sand to blind their victims. Oh my god, Ray, it's me and you! Um, <laughs> so Pukwudgies have been in, like, are, have been in Harry Potter, um... Legal reasons, me saying that I'm a pug budgie is um just a joke. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah according to um um according to the Harry Potter wiki, which I'm sorry I'm reading. I know we don't support we don't support Rowling. She um, nasty. She was criticized. <laughs> um so the use of the Pukwudgie and the other indigenous lore was criticized for cultural appropriation and colonize and colonization. Colonize col colonization. No, don't try to get it. It was you got it. You said it right. Yeah, she was criticized for it. Thank you. Yes, deserves it. Um, but basically the same like description that I just gave from the Native Americans was also given it. Um, but Pukwudgie was the symbol in the name of one of the houses in the Ivalmore Morney School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Um, that was Livy Morney. Morney. Let me look it up real quick. I've, I have to like, I have to like write it out first so I can type it because it's gonna send me to the website if I try like to like copy and paste it. So hold on. I-L-V-R-M-O-R-N-Y. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced nice. Ivalmorny. No, it's Ilvermorny. Oh. It is Ilvermorny. I've only ever heard it pronounced um, Ilvermorny. So, anyway. it belonged to one of the houses of Ilvermorny School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, um, that is said to represent the heart of a wizard and favor the um, healers. Um, which is weird. Um, I think I was sorted Ivalmorny in that house. Is, is the, um, it is the English version. American. Uh, it's the, that's what I meant. It's the American version of, um, have, of, of, not Pottermore. Oh Hogwarts. my goodness. Hogwarts. Thank you so much. God, I was struggling. <laughs> I actually don't know what my... Elvermorny houses. Mine was like the super rare one that like means you're in power and shit. I'm just like, what? Did you say Power Rangers and shit? No. It sort of made the Pink like, Ranger mom. Like, I don't want to be the Pink Ranger. Anyway. I wanted, I wanted to be the Pink Ranger. So, like the thing pink. Was that I got the really uncommon one that was super powerful and crap. And I was just like, that makes sense for you. Cool. Anyways. Pretty sure I got Pug, would you? Yeah. I got Thunderbird, and then I got Horned Serpent once. So the I'm healer one? A test and then I'll tell you guys after. So, um, on another site, um, to give some more description, um, Pukwudgies are magical little people of the forest of Algonquin. Oh, one more time. Work with me, Google Translate. Algonquin. I was right. Algonquin. Algonquin folklore, similar to the European gnomes or fairies, Pukwudgie stories are often told throughout the northeastern United States, southern Canada, and the Great Lakes region. However, their nature varies in the folklore of different tribes. In the Ab Abajibwe, that was right, actually. Interesting. 
um, Abajibwe, Ajibwe, not Abajibwe, Ajibwe, and other great lake tribes. The Pukwudgie is considered a mischievous but basically good-natured creature, chaotic neutral. Um, Me? Who plays tricks on people, but they're not dangerous. And then the Ab Abenaki. Me? Yeah, and then in the Abenaki in the Northeast Algonquin tribes, a Pukwudgie can be dangerous, but only to those people who treat him with disrespect. And then in the Wampaga- <sighs> One more time. I'm sorry. Apanoag. Um, the other tribes of the southern New England, Pukwudgies are caprocated. They're dangerous creatures who may be- who may play harmless tricks or even help a human neighbor, but they are just as likely to steal children or commit deadly acts of sabotage. And according to Wabanakan stories, um, Pukwudgies were enemies of the culture hero, um, Miyosho, were even responsible for the death or the deaths of his sons. Um, Pukwudgies are usually described as being knee-hired and smaller. Their name literally means person of the wilderness. And they are usually considered to be spirits of the forest. And in some traditions, they have a sweet smell that are affiliated with, that are associated with the flowers. Pukwudgies have magical powers, which do vary from tribe to tribe, but they may include turning invisible, confusing people, or making them forget things, shapeshift into cougars and other dangerous animals, or bring harm to people just by staring at them. So yeah, definitely wouldn't mess with them. Definitely not going to Delaware. Um, yeah, no. I wasn't planning on going to Delaware originally anyway. So those are my cases. Fun. Okay. I want to do that. Anyways, oh, my case is of the Delaware headless horseman. I tried to do some digging. There's not as much as uh, Lola's, uh, mostly because a lot of this is just kind of up to theory and what people want to believe so it, this is set in like a historical church graveyard uh, it's located along the welsh track road off of route 896 south of delaware stadium um so a british cannonball uh decapitated this lone soldier charlie miller a young uh, colonial oh. volunteer oh. during oh. the battles of cooch bridge yeah. i remember saying that last time visitors can see a small patch like when you visit you like you enter there's a small patch located between two large windows on the west side of the welsh track the welsh track baptist church um so oh, yeah, there's this, like, area of bricks that are really mismatched and do not look to be the same and this is where it kind of starts to become a lot of theories a lot of people believe that the remains of that dude's head is in that little area where a lot of the bricks are mismatched um so as it says in my notes passerbys the mismatched block uh bricks look like a tiny window has been sealed however legend claims miller lost his head as he rode his horse across the boneyard during the skirmish remnants of his missing noggin could be permanently part of this noticeable repair um, so reports claim that the haunted horseman continues to search for his head along the 195. Their audio cut out completely. Yeah, same. It's just gonna be like cut out. Yeah, okay, I can cut it out. Oh god, I lost my train of thought. You cut so, off at um I 95. Oh my god, okay. So, um, he searches for his head along the I 95 at Median Strip. Besides, imagine walking, imagine going up to a, a nearby pool and you just see like a headless man, like just scrambling. Road. You know so how you when, like a kid see... kicks a soccer ball and then chases after it? That's what I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're just kind of Billy just, like, from there, Billy. Like... I, it's like Billy from um, Hocus Pocus when he accidentally kicked his head. Yeah, it's just like you're trying to like give the person your money. And then this guy without a head is the walking by yeah. on a horse, and the toll booth person is just like, "Oh yeah, that's Billy. He's normal." 
It's time he's such a favorite he lost his head you see but we oh, do you know that audio him. he's such a king <laughs> that just turns it's like can you give us a big smile oh never mind don't ever do that again yeah can you big give yeah. us a big smile don't do that again. Oh, we can we can only go to that area we can only go to that area send him our way uh Fagin like, is looking for an eligible like, an eligible bachelor that area. to supply them with money and if for you life. Do see him, yeah, Fun. if you do see this man, uh, tell him to hit us up. <laughs> ah, I want to go drink some. <laughs> I am, I am, bestie. I am. Wow. After what happened recently, I definitely am looking for an eligible bachelor. Anyways, <laughs> on this like, week's episode of, of the Bachelor, not really. Fagin <laughs> <laughs> is looking Ow. for sugar daddy. Yeah, two of us are good now. Two of us are good. Fagin, it's just you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. Y'all <laughs> left me. Gotta pimp you out. Y'all left me with my crush who has a Leo sun, an Aries moon, and Capricorn yeah, rising. Have and fun. then I have a crush on one of your what friends. The fuck? Dude, that's why. Yeah. So yeah, mean. they do. I just want to talk. We're Rough. Not <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. No, I think Ray gets her, like, we say, like, the case that's for the next week, and then Ray gets that night and then calls it a night. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Oh no, I don't have a case. I'm joking. I'm joking. I do have oh, a case. No. Fagan messages me like a day before <laughs> being like, what are we doing again? What's this week's episode? <laughs> yeah, I do that way too Hour often. before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a case. No, I haven't even done a case for Florida yet. Oh, spoiler. I have so many. Listen, I got given the choice of Florida man, so like, I'm doing all Don't of them. Don't actually do a Florida man, though. Ice. Wink, wink. Anyway. I wink with both eyes. To talk about the parrot. Sorry, mom. How are y'all? Anyway. Anyway. Ow. Okay. Um, to talk about Delaware parrot. Paranormal. Paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think. Anyway, I'm doing the governor's mansion in Dover, like Delaware, which is head. apparently also known as Woodburn. Ouch. I love Woodburn. It was, so, anyways, for some background, it was built in 1790 with seven bedrooms. I am jealous of that house. I would love to have it, but I know it probably costs an arm and a leg and a, probably half of your head. Um, and a kidney. And a fucking kidney. And a only lung. Have and half a half a brain. And your entire body. And soul. <laughs> we all have and that left one brain Bell cell. Consecutively. And it's like, no, it's ping-ponging. None of us have it. It, it's our recording person, Craig. Oh my god, did Craig leave? No, Fagan left. <laughs> oh my lord. Fagan just stood at- bye. Fagan just ditched us. There Eddie, we go. When your Wi-Fi is stable long enough for you to bitch around and the minute you're doing something, <laughs> it's just like, no, I'm not. I don't, I'm not. Me. Me. Anyway, it has also been home to like many- uh, Woodburn's also been home to many wealthy Delaware citizens, sugar daddies, you know. Imagine um, being like, I have $200 in my bank account. <laughs> was bought by the state in 1965, and the- <laughs> I like how it was dead silent. It was bought by the state in 1965, and it was also renovated to be more modern. So they took all of the antiquity out of it, which makes me ridiculously sad. Um, <clears throat> it was January 22nd, Fagan. The hell? 
year? Yeah, this year. You're uh, shitting me. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it, just, it, it was. It could- wait. Wait, yeah, it was. <laughs> I feel like I'm on The Office, just how I'm staring into the camera right now. Okay. You guys can't see me. No. But, uh... <laughs> oh my god. In the fourth wall here, homies. Giving... Oh yeah, I'm our lives. fourth wall with my ass. Anyways. Okay, um, after renovate- <laughs> After renovations, it became the governor- Became the governor's house. But before the governor, many members of Delaware's elite class uh, made their home there, such as senators, politicians, wealthy farmers, doctors, and more. So, old white men. Oh my god. Not wrong. Just about every resident that made home in the Woodburn Mansion reported hearing and or seeing one of the mansion's many ghosts. The property is surrounded by crepe myrtles, boxwoods, and large popular trees. Did he make These are all types oats? of trees, by the way. That's a genuine question. The mansion was also a stop on the Underground Railroad when it was owned by Dan Cowgill, a Quaker man. Finally, a respectable white man. This is not meant to be offensive. I just way. One of I don't know. Don't ask me that. If you want to know, go search it up. What's his name again? His name's Daniel Cowgill. He was a Quaker man. Yeah. Um. Anyway, one of that's the ghosts like, that's no, haunting like, that's the property was a slave right raider, like, don't be and an he asshole. died by trying to climb a large poplar tree, but he slipped well, unnoticed and was caught in a knot in the tree where he hung until he died. Um, Rip that man. I exactly. Feel any pity? Oh, and even better to Aww. this day, you can still hear his screams and shackles as he relives his death over and over and over again. They're this is the most popular ghost story. Yeah. And then the first ghost reported in was reported in the 1820s, which was only a few decades after the house was built. This was when Dr. M.W. Bates had a preacher as a guest for the night. The next morning, he passed another guest who was dressed in colonial clothing. When he got to the table, he suggested to wait for the other guest, which confused the Bates because there were no other guests. After he described the man in great detail that he had seen, um, it was revealed that the man he saw was actually Miss Bates' father, who had been dead for years. Dun -dun! Uh, the dining room is also haunted. People have heard footsteps in all hours of the night, and there's also revolutionary era men that can be seen floating across the room. Yeah, they're having a good time. Stop That's gonna be them. you. And here's my favorite part. There's also wine ghosts who are known to drink your wine if it's left out. In fact, when governor- That's gonna be me when I'm old. <laughs> like, when I'm dead. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be all of us. No. It's, it's not just gonna be- No, exactly. Um, in fact, when Governor Charles Terry Jr. What a long name. That's Christ. like when they give someone five names. Um, lived like, in- Like, what's the- Like, I know it's like a- like, I, sorry, know. I know. it's like sometimes like a cultural when, thing, but at the same time, like- Imagine having governor a substitute Governor CTJ. Teacher. That's- that, That's just one again. That's just- I'm gonna just nickname him CTJ. CTJ- <laughs> Uh, lived in Woodburn, there was one ghost that was seen and would snacks. help itself to vintage <laughs> wines. Me. Typically, the ghosts yeah. are seen in revolutionary era clothes, even to this day. Oh, this so, these people had taste. They had a this refined ghost, palate. These ghosts really said, oh, is this expensive? I'm gonna drink all of it. And I have never related to a ghost more than now. Same. <laughs> You would eat anything. Oh my god, this is the most expensive thing. I'm gonna eat for all real of though. It. Like cat. Oh, this was expensive. Whack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep having bots follow me on TikTok. Like me oh, with my heart. Oh, you valued that object here. Let me break oh. it. Yeah. 
Let me sit on that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, no. That is the most wholesome thing ever. Imagine being- Okay. Uh, one last one. Although there is actually one ghost way younger than the rest, and it's a little girl in a red checkered ginham dress- which can often be, and she can often be seen in the garden, and she loves to splash and play in the pools and fountains. In 1985, she was seen crashing the inauguration of Governor Michael Castle. Guests said they would feel something hugging at them throughout the ceremony, then they saw her shyly floating in the center of the reception. And that is my second favorite one. That's just, can you imagine? No, can you just imagine see like this little ghost girl be her. like, do you know how she died? Me? Like, although that kind of reminds me of like the shining or something do you know how she no, died i don't she died in the pool i'm guessing no. i guess she like hit her head or something and drowned while playing in like the fountains. oh my that's... god you just had to make this this just went from wholesome to sorry. horror story what the hell lola said she was often seen playing in the you... fountains <laughs> my mic's quality is gonna go so down but i am not <laughs> the quality just went <laughs> it went to shit down faster than my mental <laughs> state i told you the quality was gonna be shit from now on because I'm on my phone. Oh, was your computer being mean again? Oh, shit. Um. Yeah, it literally always Why? It tasted me. good. Yeah, I want another one. Um. Whenever I need to do something, I also need more candy says, right now. I'm gonna actually edit that part out because my phone's trying like to disconnect me from life. Them, but I gave Lola their first month. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, Monster recently, and I highly regret it. Yeah, well, I think I might have gotten you hooked on it. Yeah. Welcome to the life. You already ate all of the candy that I gave you. Love that. that uh, definitely sense. being edited out. Yes. Um, is that Was that your end of your case? Yes. Good ending of me saying how a child died. God damn it. Yeah. Sorry. A child dying. Better be. No, Absolutely the worst. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're just autistic. <laughs> Sorry. Artistic. Nah, just artistic. Yeah. Um, we so all. I'm not artistic. I'm autistic. I'm pretty it's sure we're all on talking the spectrum, about. if I'm going to be 100% honest. I, oh my god. Yeah. So my therapist literally told me that um, since I've been around neurodivergent people for technically. Yeah, she was literally like, what if you're just like mimicking them? Because that's what you find normal. And I'm like, Someone's I had looking at someone's status and it's child. She's like, I just yeah, don't want to be rude. It's just you might be mimicking them anyway, and acting so... like them because you find it normal. And I'm like, yeah, what? Is it? Oh, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Want to know? Um, I'll tell <laughs> you after. Not. Um, so next week's episode okay. will be Florida Man. I'm gonna like stop Craig yeah. from recording. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, yeah. next, I'm in Florida Man. Next week is True Crime in Florida, which is gonna be <laughs> probably a really long episode because I'm pretty sure we can get some pretty detailed cases. It's just gonna be Fagan holds the entire episode going. <laughs> Literally, it'd be such a long um, episode. All of our episodes have it been like is, forty minutes. Oh, so really? yeah, they've been pretty oh, under editing. Hour. Yeah, how long? How long they were they before like, over an hour? <laughs> an hour of chaos, more like under an hour. Um, so yeah, <laughs> chaos and under an hour. That is our podcast. Yeah, so stay tuned for next week. Um, don't forget to check out our socials, which are which is in our end credits. Yes, I made us an end credit thing. Oh, yeah. cool! I love you. Don't forget to share the podcast and stay tuned for next week. Like a- Bye. Bye. Hello, and thank you for listening to An Hour of Chaos. Please do not forget to share and leave a review of our podcast. 
Um, and please go follow us on our Instagram and Twitter at an hour of chaos and on our TikTok at an hour of chaos underscore underscore pod. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for next week.